Hey everyone, thanks for joining me. I have a few stories to share with you today, but um, I want to start off talking about fear. You remember that I have spoken quite a few times about fear and what seems to me that is happening a lot of times is that the mainstream news media just seems like the everything that they report is all fear-based. They just have to keep the fear going in some way or another. So now what I've noticed happening is, I mean, they have been warning about things like fireworks and this and that for years, but now it just seems to be intensifying. So what I noticed a few days ago, they were talking about how they were moving these illegal fireworks. Now, they always put emphasis on certain words, like there are certain keywords. So now we've got illegal fireworks and how, I guess, during the transportation of these or loading of these on a truck, they exploded. And the explosion was so great that things uh, ended up like a quarter mile away from where they it, where the explosion happened. And it was also caught on video, part of the explosion. To me, this just seems like it is contrived. The whole thing is meant to instill more fear in everyone. And while I know that firecrackers, I remember uh, my brothers a long time ago used to have M80s and even M100s. And while they were loud and sounded like gunshots to me, I don't remember anything ever exploding and ending up a quarter mile away. I personally have a hard time believing that this was caused by fireworks, illegal or any other type of firework. This had to be just plain old explosives or explosive devices, whatever you want to call them. So now that a lot of people uh, don't have the same amount of fear as they did, say, from the COVID, okay? People are more and more relaxed about going out and about being around people and so on. Well, they're losing their edge. They're losing their narrative. So somehow, they have to keep the fear and the trauma going. I don't know what... What is the moral of the story? I don't know why it has to be this way or why they feel it has to be this way. And I could be wrong. I'm just telling you what I seem to think is happening, what my own personal belief is, that they have to keep it going. And once this is over, it's going to be something else. They're never going to come out and tell you Oh, everything went well today in, for example, in L.A. County or Riverside County or a boy helped an old lady cross the street. I mean, they're never going to come out and tell you anything good. 
It's all about fear. And it's not even so much about news, about things that are actually happening that affect our lives. It's all fear. So I just wanted to start and begin this uh, talk with telling you how things seem to me. And I also believe that as we go along, as we get closer to the fall, it's probably going to be more. And it seems to be so silly now. It's almost like, oh, if you listen to your music too loud, it's going to cause this. Oh, if you uh, drive too slow, if you drive too fast, it's always something that's just kind of silly. And I'm not a ordinance expert. I don't know about bombs and bullets and what have you. But if you look at what they're trying to tell us now about this explosion, to me, it's I just can't believe it was caused by fireworks. I don't feel that even combined, there is enough powder in there to cause an explosion like they're telling us happened. Windows being blown out of uh, houses and apartments and all this other stuff. No, I believe that this is something that's a lot bigger than fireworks. I, I could be wrong, like I said, but I'm just very, very suspicious of this. Just got to keep the fear going. That's their modus operandi, seems to me. All right. With that being said, I want to tell you that um, things in the paranormal realm are really, really accelerating. I get people all the time now, almost every day, almost every time I'm at, I'm at work, coming and telling me things asking me for help. I have so many people reaching out just about the craziest things. So now, okay, I had to write some of these down, which I usually don't do. So, you know, I have a hard time reading my own writing sometimes. So I want to start off with something that actually happened to us. When I say us, I mean um, my family. So this is about five years ago. We had some uh, family friends who moved out of the state. So they sent us a Christmas card one year. And we hadn't seen them in a while. So in this, or even communicated with them. We haven't even spoken to them. So when we got this Christmas card, it was one of those cards with your, the picture of the family on it that you can make like on your computer. So when they left California, they had three children. So it was mom, dad, three kids. And when we got this Christmas card, there were four kids on the card. So now on the card, there are, it's mom, dad, two boys and two girls. So my son was looking at the car and he's all, hey, did they have another kid? And I said, well, I guess so. Either that or it's, 
they're one of their family members or something. So I was talking to the to the wife, <clears throat> Vicky, and I said, "So, when did you have the the other baby? When did you have another girl?" And she is all, "I didn't have another girl." And I said, "Well, then, who was that little girl in the Christmas card picture?" And she said, "What little girl?" And I said, "Well, you had your two boys." And your daughter, Maddie, and there's another girl in the picture. And she was like, no, you have to be mistaking. Do you still have it? And I said, yeah, I'm looking right at it. And she said, okay, I, I don't know what you're talking about. So let me ask my husband, what, what's going on? So he gets on the phone. He's like, hey, you know, no, we don't have any more kids. We stopped at three. And... Who's the little girl? And I said, well, that's what I'm asking you guys. So what they did was they still had like a couple of those Christmas cards left. It was from a family picture that they took. So they went to go and look at it. And in their pictures, there is no fourth child. I don't know how this happened and none of their other family members that they know of who got this Christmas card have the fourth child on there. It seems so far to only be us. So what I did was I took a picture of the card and I sent it to her. And she was like tripping. She said, I don't know who that girl is. How in the heck did she get in there? What is this? And then she starts saying, are you playing a joke on me? Is this some kind of joke? Like, am I being pranked or whatever? And I said, no. How could I even do this? I could barely send a picture on an email. So as of right now, no one knows who this girl is or how she got in there. What seems to be only on the card we got. Not only that, but this girl is dressed just like everyone else. It's not like there's a picture of her and this girl is dressed like from the 50s or in the future or whatever. No, this girl is wearing the same clothes as everyone else. And she's a little bit younger looking than their youngest one, who is their daughter. So that's why we thought originally that they had another baby after they left California. So, um, you know, when we talk about things like parallel universes, um, portals, things like this, that <clears throat> can be the only thing that could have happened. I don't know how to Photoshop. I'm sure they do, but I don't believe that they did this. She was just so incredulous when I sent that picture to her after I, you know, on my phone. And she was just like, whoa, what is this? She said, now I feel kind of spooky. So I'm... 
I mean, I don't know what to say about it, except for it had to have been some, and it's clear, it's not like it's a holographic looking thing or it's uh, transparent or anything. No, this girl is clear, completely, clearly visible, just like everyone else in the picture. And she's standing right there with them. So uh, I'm going to, I hadn't thought about it in a while, but I'm going to take this and uh, show this to some people I know who may be able to give me some reasons, solve this mystery. But as of right now, we do not know. It is a mystery. It's almost like this person just teleported there into the picture and then who knows. So that is um, what I wanted to share with you, my own personal experience that is kind of like ongoing right now because we don't, we don't have any answers to this. Okay, the other one that I wanted to share with you is um, now there is someone who is not a client of mine, but who came up to me and asked me if he could talk to me about something that happened to him. And I said, okay, sure. So when I had a few minutes and I went to uh, talk to him and see what was going on, and he said, okay, this is what happened. He said uh, a few years ago, he noticed that there was something in his calf. He said, I, it doesn't hurt. I never noticed it before, but that doesn't mean it hadn't been there all along. And he said, but as far as he knew, it just seemed to be something that appeared one day. So in his calf, there's this small, um, it's probably like, oh, it's very small, maybe a quarter of an inch long. And it's like a little bit of an oblong type of um, of uh, length. And, and it's like an oblong shape. And when he squeezed the section of his calf, when he was trying to first show me this thing, it pops right up. You can completely see the shape of this thing. And you can... Even kind of like, you can feel it. It feels like it's either a hard plastic or maybe even metal. But you can see it. And I said, so you didn't notice this until one day? And he said, yeah. And he said, you know, you sit around, you rub your calf, you rub your leg, you know, from time to time and so on. He said, and I had never noticed it before until at, at that time. And he said, I didn't think too much about it because of the texture and the shape. He said, I knew that it wasn't like a growth. He knew that it was something that had been, he said, maybe when, when I was a kid, when I fell off my bike, who knows? Maybe I just forgot about it. 
Okay, so fast forward to like uh, two weeks ago. He says he was in his bed and he woke up and his wife was right next to him sleeping. He woke up, it was sometime past midnight, and there were three tall figures standing there looking at him. He said one was like looking at him from over the top of his bed and two of them were on the side of his bed. He said that he couldn't he couldn't yell out. It's as if he had uh, he he lost his ability to speak. And he tried to wake up his wife cuz he could still move. He could move his arms and his legs. He tried to wake up his wife, but she was not waking up. He says that as soon as he started trying to talk and he opened his eyes and had a clear view of these things, they disappeared. They went into the wall. So what he was asking me is, do I believe perhaps that these things were aliens and they were coming maybe to take that thing out or they were coming because it's some sort of tracking device. I asked him, have you ever had any type of communication or experience with aliens or anything like that? Have you ever been, to your knowledge, have you ever been abducted or anything, and he said, no. He said, I haven't had any type of experience like that that I can recall. He said, but then again, I don't know how this thing got into my leg either. So that is a very mysterious. And I do know some people who deal with these type of things with people who say that they have had encounters, communications, even abductions. So I put him in contact and I will be able to give you an update about this after the 4th of July weekend, so sometimes next week. There are some things that are being put on hold right now, unless it's something really, really serious until after the 4th of July weekend, and also because there are so many people that are out of town. So that will be updated sometime next week. Yeah, that is really something to to wake up. And there was no sound. These things didn't communicate in any form. Usually they... People say their lips don't move, but I can hear them speaking because it's like a telecommunication type of thing and uh, telepathic I mean, communication. So not that didn't even take place. That didn't even happen. So I will give you guys an update as soon as I get it. And I know it's going to be this coming week. All right. The other thing that I wanted to tell you is now... I actually saw this with my own eyes. This is a a house that is a single story house. There is no upstairs at all. 
There is no basement. There is no attic to speak of. Now, this is a house in California. And, you know, we don't have basements here, maybe in certain locations. But in Southern California, there are no basements that I know of. And if you want to speak about an attic, it's more like a little, almost crawl space type of attic. Not attic, like attics that they have in some of the older houses or in other states where you can actually like have a room up there. So this person bought a standing full-length mirror at an antique store. And they say that they started having some sort of, diff, you know, activity, but it was nothing that was any, anything major. And so they did not equate it with the mirror that they bought at the antique store. When things started to get a little more intense, that's when they called me and asked me if I could go to their house to see something. So, okay. I went to their house and in this mirror, there's a stairway. You look at that mirror and there is a stairway. Not only is there a stairway, the reflection of a stairway. There is a door at the top, like it is a full-on reflection. But there is no stairway at that house. And even if there was a stairway, the mirror is not pointing at one. The mirror is pointing at a sliding glass door with the window next to it. So, of course, you have to go through all of these different things. Well, maybe it's the, the reflection of the blinds. Maybe it's caused by this or that. Well, no, because when you look in the mirror, you would be able to see the blinds. And while the mirror is facing that way, it is not reflecting that. This mirror, you can go stand in front of it, and you can see yourself plain as day. But behind that, what you're looking at, it would look like behind you is a stairway. It is so strange. It is so darn strange. I can't even tell you. And so the behind the mirror, the back of the mirror, there's nothing. I, this thing must be pretty old. Usually in some of the mirrors, they have wood behind them. Well, this mirror is just a mirror. So behind it, when you go behind that mirror, and it's a floor length, so it kind of like you can move it this way and that way. You can tilt it, you know, in these different directions. And you can even tilt it so it's like looking at the ceiling. That's how much of a, of a tilt that this thing will get. Or you can tilt it all the way, almost looking fully at the floor. And you can see yourself in it. But it looks like that stairway is behind you. So I asked her, well, when you got this and brought it home, 
was the stairway there? And she said, no, the stairway appeared like days later when certain things started happening, when things started getting moved around, when things started missing, that's when she saw that. I'm telling you guys, it's the strangest thing I've ever seen. I don't know if I've, if I've ever seen anything as strange as that. What it is, I, I'm like at a loss with this one. I really am. I can't even think of, hmm, what do I think this is? It's almost like the mirror took a photograph of something and it's embedded in there now. So this is another case that we are going to get someone out there to go and check it out. I, it's really something. So in the meantime, I, this is just my personal opinion because with this, it wasn't there when she bought the mirror. It wasn't there when they brought it home. It appeared there later. So my suggestion was to get it out of the house, perhaps in the put it in the garage or somewhere until we can see what's going on with this. Even though it may be that since this thing is already inside, I don't want to use words like it's too late, but that's the only word I've got. It may be that since this thing was brought in, whatever caused this, whatever is going to manifest from this is already there. Hopefully, it's contained in the mirror because we do know that things like that happen. There are certain things that are contained within the mirrors. So I'm hoping that is what is going on here and that is a best case scenario for me when I think that hopefully this thing, whatever it is, is contained in here and that's why you can see this stairway with the door at the top. So we are definitely getting somebody out there, but once again, it's going to be this coming week. So that's another thing that I will be updating about as soon as I know what's going on. The other thing that I want to talk about is if you remember about a month ago or so, I was telling you guys about the house somewhere there on the East Coast that had these cabinet door looking things on at least one wall in every room of this house. And when one of those cabinet doors was pried open, how they found like the shoe and the old newspaper and things like that. And how one of the other cabinets 
was opened and they found wax, like wax drippings, but no candle and so on. Well, what happened was after they opened, because once you open these things and you find items in there, well, usually you want to go and open them all. That's just human nature. Well, I want to see what's behind the one in the in the other bedroom, and I want to see what's behind the one in the living room, and so on. So after opening, oh, and they just don't open like cabinets. These things have to be pried off the wall. So when they're being pried off the wall, they're ripping some of the wall away with it. So these things are on there. I don't know why someone would put a a different type of a wall there. I don't know why they just didn't re redo the wall like normal, like the rest of the house looks, not call attention to it. That way these things wouldn't be, you know, someone's going to be curious. They're going to be like, well, what is this here for? Let's open it up. So to me, for some reason, whoever did this wanted someone to open it up at some time. I know that if I would have seen this, if I would have been looking to buy a house and I saw that, that would have definitely been a deterrent. I don't think I would have bought that house because even if I had to get those things off the wall to put new drywall behind there and just patch it up to make it look like the rest of the room does, for some reason, it would have just um, gave me a feeling like I don't want to be here. I've seen, I've seen them. He sent me pictures. They look too much like cabinets, like a dang cabinet door attached to the wall. There's no knob or pull on there. It's just a cabinet or what looks like a cabinet. It, it's strange. So anyways, uh, what happened was after they opened all of them to see what was behind all of these doors and they were going to re-drywall and patch them up to just get rid of those unsightly cabinet-looking things. Behind the rest of them, they found various types of uh, candle wax drops, but no candle until they went to one of the, only one of the rooms had the actual candle in behind this thing. So once that was found, okay, they, they put those uh, cabinet looking things, they just leaned them up on there. All right, we're going to uh, put new drywall and we're going to get rid of these ugly looking cabinet deals. They started having activity. The activity started to increase. They had to get someone out there to do a cleansing. Someone went out there, did a cleansing or a clearing, whatever you want to call it. But things settled down for a day or two and then they started to get worse. So they had to get somebody out there. They were looking for someone um, from the, I can't say the word, clergy. 
somebody from a church to get out there and try to get rid of this, whatever was happening, because now it's starting to get bad. Things are being moved around in front of their eyes. Their dogs are, they won't go in the rooms. They won't go in the house. They won't do certain things. They're not eating. They start seeing things like forms and shadows and shapes darting around the house. So they did get someone out there to go and will do a a deliverance or an exorcism, whatever you want to call it, of this house. They walked through the house with this minister. I'm going to call him a minister. And he's, uh, he's pretty well known. Maybe more so on the East Coast than here. But he went through the house and it was reported to me that this, whatever these things were or this thing was, let out a scream so bad that it shook the windows of the house. They had never heard anything like that before. And the minister who did this, who did this house exorcism, said he has never heard anything like that before. And he's been doing this for a long time. And he's had many, many encounters. He said, I have not heard anything like that before or since. He said, and I don't ever want to hear it again. So, with that being said, so far, everything is fine. So, they have redone the walls. They've gotten rid of those cabinets. And everything seems to be fine. I hope that it stays that way. And I tend to believe that it probably is. But we will keep track. We keep in communication. So anything comes up, anything new, I will definitely keep you guys in the loop. This stuff is just very, I I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. It's, um, this is beyond like anything that I would consider creepy. This is way beyond that. When you start getting into realms like that type of thing is just beyond that creepy scope. Those are the type of things that have to be left to people who really, really know what they're doing. Or you can bring a lot of trouble, a lot of dangerous trouble to yourself and to the people that you are attempting to help. This is nothing to be toyed with. And as a matter of fact, I wouldn't even want to put something like this on TV. A reenactment, okay, but certain 
there are certain things that are on TV that are like not reenactments. They're actually going in there and they're taking you along for the ride as they do it on certain TV shows that you see. I would not, well, I might watch a little bit if I turn the sound off, but realistically, and because of the way I, the way that my belief system works, I might watch a little bit of a reenactment, but the real thing, I don't think so, guys. I have my own reasons for that, and I went into a little bit of it before. I'll touch upon it again at a later date, but yeah, I wouldn't even want to be in there. You've really got to know what you're doing to do things like this. All right. So um, that is all I've got for today. And I've got a lot of updates coming for this coming week. And there are a couple others that I'll tell you about that um, seem to be coming on a little bit with more intensity. Things that we have heard about before are now continuing, but it's really starting uh, to intensify. So this is completely, I'm, I'm making a complete circle here. Okay. We're going to, this is like a complete turnaround from what we've just been talking about. And I like to end with a little bit of theory or a little bit of like a happy story, a funny story, or what have you, to get us out of this type of uh, mindset, you know, when we talk about when we're dealing with um, more creepy and spooky things. So it came into my mind that I have some clients who are older and they're into music. And the reason that that happened is because I was talking to one of my clients one day, we started talking about music, and he is a really big David Bowie fan. He just like, oh yeah, David Bowie, he was like this and that, and he was great and wonderful, and started naming some songs and stuff like that. I'm not a big Bowie fan. It was uh, not something that I was ever into, and partially it is a little bit before my time. I think Bowie was like, came out really popular in the 70s. So in the 70s, that was little, you know, it was like before my time when I was listening to music and getting into the whole music thing. But there are a couple of songs I like by Bowie. One of them is like this scary monster song. And the other one is that song about Major Tom. So David Bowie makes a song about Major Tom. And then in the 80s, there was this other guy who made a song about Major Tom. So when you listen to the Bowie version, Major Tom dies. There's nowhere else to go with it. So I asked him, because I also, I'm familiar with the, more recent one that came out in the 80s. I think it's by Pete Schilling. So I asked him, I said, okay, so did Major Tom die? And he said, well, yeah, in the Bowie version, he dies. But 
this guy also was familiar with the later version. He said, but you know, that other version that came out in the 80s? I said, yeah, in the 80s version, I don't think he died. Because there's a part of the song that says, they don't know that he's alive. And he's hurling back to Earth in his spaceship or his capsule or whatever. So that is the question. I mean, that's what, that's what you get from it when you hear it. But everything is in the wording. Remember, it's all about the wording. So if you listen first to the Bowie version and then to the, I think it's Pete Schilling, okay, version, that's my question. Is Major Tom dead? Did he die? Yes or no, guys? It's all up to our own perception. It all, because I'm sure some people will say, oh yeah, he died. It's his dead body coming back down in the capsule. Or some people will say, no, he, he was alive. Because in the song that came out in the 80s, it says they don't know that he's alive. So... Just wanted to put that out there. If you guys are interested at all, you can listen to both of those songs and see what you think. Just wanted to end on a little bit of a lighter note, okay? So I will be back this coming week with some updates and some more stuff to talk about. Everybody have a great fourth. Ciao.